With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Here with the 140th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. Your Falcons are set to close the exhibition season Thursday night, but here in the 140th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast, we're going to title this one, A Look at the 53-Man Roster. The Falcons will be making cuts 4 p.m. Saturday is the deadline, and uh, they um, have some tough decisions to make. No question about it. We're going to go position by position here later on in the podcast after we uh, hear from offensive line coach Chris Morgan. He uh, got the uh, toughest job in camp this year and it's moving kind of slow. And then uh, even that's his take, not mine. And free safety, Ricardo Allen. So we got Chris Morgan and Ricardo Allen stopping by. And then we're going to go position by position uh, at the locks and take a look at the locks, who's on the bubble, and who's long shots. And, you know, most of their decisions are going to be based on uh, practices uh, that we were not allowed to see. So, because they're doing absolutely nothing in these exhibition games. So, uh, you know, we, we, um, might be in for more surprises than normal when they cut down to 53 players. Uh, you know, there's usually a couple placeholder players, uh, to, to hold a spot for a veteran or two they don't have to guarantee the money for. But hey, let's, Go right to some of our guests here this week. Chris Morgan, the offensive line coach, former Texas high school legend, is the Falcons' uh, offensive line coach, and he's uh, tasked with putting together that line that uh, you know is trying to improve a great deal here this season. Here's Chris Morgan. Well, little difficulties here. We gotta get uh get him called up here. At that fifth preseason game, are we got and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I was. There we go, uh, Chris okay. Morgan. I wasn't I had to get my recorder. I wanna. Am I okay? Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, whatever you guys need, okay. man. All right. Whatever you guys. We're just gonna be like a minute. Now. Okay. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah. So we're talking about the development and stuff of uh you know the pro the process of putting a line together. Where where you think y'all are at as you got you know games getting closer? Uh, we're definitely getting there mm-hmm. for sure. You know, and uh, we need all the time we can get. You know, we're thankful we had that fifth preseason game. Are we gonna? Right. Right. Uh, we got a lot of guys. We got a lot of good football players, and mm-hmm. we're still working combinations together. And mm-hmm. you know, last week you saw Matt Gono have to step in and mm-hmm. play, and it's the next man up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We got guys paddling all mm-hmm. over the line, and mm-hmm. you know, every day we're out here grinding, getting better. Mm-hmm. And uh, Matt, how did you feel he played? 
Uh, he did some good things. Mm -hmm. You know, Matt is uh, Matt's working hard. Mm -hmm. Matt's uh, come a long way. He's put a lot of work in. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, we're excited about where he's at, his development. Mm -hmm. You know, it's cool. Everybody's got to see him play so much this preseason. Mm -hmm. So he's still growing, still grinding, but uh -huh. uh, he's doing a good job. The um the veterans, I don't put too much stock in the preseason. I mean, James, I know what he can do, but how do you evaluate him and Jamin over there at the left guard spot? Uh, you know, both of them big, strong, physical players uh, for sure, and both of them are experienced players. Mm -hmm. uh, we're glad to have both of them, and uh, they're over there working and battling. Mm -hmm. And uh, how do you, um, Caleb has said back, how do y'all try to move forward as quick as you can and get him back now that he's healthy and whatnot? Uh, you know, he's just coming out and he's got work every day, mm -hmm. and uh, it's great to have him back, and he's doing exactly what he can do, and he's doing a good job with it. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, you've seen him the last couple of days, mm -hmm. with the pads, playing, hitting, live, so it's really cool. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, where do you hope to be on September 8th with the, the unit after all the attention you all have had over the offseason? Uh, in position to go play our best mm -hmm. for the team. You know, mm -hmm. the communication, the physicality, all those things. Mm -hmm. All right, Coach Chris, thanks a lot. All right, brother. All right, Chris Morgan, offensive line coach, uh, good friends with uh, my guy Eric Bienemy out in Kansas City, the OC, who has Patrick Mahomes and had a lot of interviews last year, but we'll see where he lands uh, next year if the Chiefs have another successful campaign. The Matt he was talking about there was Matt Gunno, the uh, – Second-year player from Wesley College in Dover, Delaware, who's uh, was on the roster last season and a product of the team's Plan D program. Somebody they wanted to develop into a player and has played a lot this exhibition season. Think he may even get some action here on Thursday night, uh, but hey, he may be the opening day starter. We just don't know how bad Ty Sambrillo's shoulder is, and of course, Caleb McGarry's coming back from uh, his heart ablation procedure. So, and Coach Dan's going to try to play him. He told us he's going to try to play him. He uh, felt he hit all of the markers, but he had to get cleared by the medical staff. And of course, you know it's not. Um, 1990 anymore, 92 or 93, we just go into the the uh, trainer's uh, room and get the medical report. The teams have, uh, uh, you know, locked down on that, and we don't have access to their medical report. So we'll find out uh, early uh, Thursday, you know, uh, before kickoff on who's all in and who's all out. Uh, let's move on here to, uh, you know, Ricardo Allen's coming back. We're going to um, do a story for our special special section, which will be coming out that Sunday of the 8th. And I uh, wanted to talk to Ricardo about his return to the field after that Achilles surgery last season. Here's Ricardo Allen, free safety, Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, here we go. Just, you know, how you feel being back? Yeah, man. So I, forth, I feel good. Play some ball. Yeah, man, I'm feeling real good, man. Just, you know, being able to, you know, sit down and go through that whole process that I went through last mm -hmm. year. Just getting back on this field, man, just feels good. You know, just being able to come out mm -hmm. and, and, you know, once you sit down for a while, like, it, it, the thing is, you, you got to knock some of the rust off. You got to knock some of the dust off. So, mm -hmm. training camp has been really good for me because my body has held up uh -huh. much better than I even thought. Like, my, okay. I don't have any much, I don't have any soreness. I'm mm -hmm. not, like, scared of it. Like, I'm, okay. I'm feeling 
feeling good. I feel back to normal. So uh-huh. training camp has been real good for me to be able to knock the dust off, to get mm-hmm. into some of them preseason reps and get into some of the preseason games. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm just ready to go play ball. Mm-hmm. You know, it ain't going to never be perfect. Right. But every day I'm, I'm pushing at it to try to get better. Uh-huh. And you and Keanu, I know y'all got tighter over yeah. this time. And now it's got to be some joy to be like, hey, we getting ready to get back. Get yeah, back man. Do this thing. Yeah, man. Uh-huh. Just, you know, go through that process with just with my partner. Mm-hmm. You know, you never want you never want anybody to get hurt. But if you get a chance to, you know, go through, you know, someone that you've been, like, battling with, someone you've been, you know, fighting with on the field, you've been, you know, putting it all in, it was cool to just see, like, the whole process of both our injuries go from, you know, mm-hmm. us being hurt at day one right. to going through surgery almost at the same time to making our way back to the field mm-hmm. at the same time. And every day I got to work with him. Every day I got to get up and see his mentality mm-hmm. and how the way he goes about things. So, you know, just iron sharpen iron, like mm-hmm. always. Yeah. And um, what, uh, you know, Coach Dan Carter defense, what should we expect differently? What are y'all, uh, you know, how do you see this coming yeah. together for the 2019 season? Man, I really just, the thing I can always say, because, you know, it's, it's, it's really the same play calls, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that's the thing. That the, it's just a different style of person. And I think Coach Quinn, he does a really good job of just freely just letting his players just, like, cut loose and go, mm-hmm. you know, be what you are. Because we all got, you know, distinct characteristics mm-hmm. that make us different from, you know, everybody. Everybody, you know, has, like, they, their strengths and their weaknesses. So he does a good job of letting everybody get into, mm-hmm. you know, the roles and, you know, mm-hmm. pr- like, pushing their strengths at the most. And, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to have to do some things that you ain't, you know, usually do. You have to communicate. You're going to have to, you know, get in the box sometimes. Like me, I'm, I'm, I'm in the box here and there because, you know, they know how to rotate and make rotations uh-huh. and stuff like that. But, man, it's really just cutting your players free and just letting them go do their things. Okay. Hey, Ricardo, I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate All right, you, thank you. All right. Ricardo Allen, Falcons free safety there, uh, discussing his return. I think the key thing there was he said he feels good, uh, no soreness, and he's not scared. So uh, those are some of the mental hurdles you have to get over when returning from injury, especially something like the Achilles uh, uh, injury. We've seen that over time. So let's... uh. You know, we we uh, let's move on here to the roster. This is a big weekend. Uh, you know, the Falcons will get down to their cuts, and Coach Dan's fired up about this game uh, because uh, you know he's got to make some decisions uh, based on uh, you know uh, what he might see in Jacksonville. He talked about really enjoying this game to see the guys go forward, and how uh, you know his first one when he was with Steve Mariucci in San Francisco. And they were playing San Diego Chargers, and uh, they weren't playing LaDainian Tomlinson. The uh, 49ers weren't playing their guys. But, you know, uh, all the guys trying to make the roster or in this last game and going for it pretty hard. And the Falcons have some people in that category. Uh, We also talked about, I said, Coach, I I got – I did my first roster check, and uh, I had 38 locks, but he said there wasn't that many uh, spots open. He, I said, well, it sounds like you got 48, and he's like, no, nah, we're somewhere in between 38 and 48. So let's look at our locks here and um, try to figure the ones that uh, – Maybe Coach Dan has on his list and uh, some that, uh, you know, are going to be fighting for their job or a job or even a practice squad job uh, out there on the field at TIAA Bank Field. Uh, that field's gone through so many name changes down in Jacksonville, Alltail, Everbank, and now we're at TIAA Bank Field, which uh, brought Everbank. 
But needless to say, let's move on to our locks. Quarterback, Ryan, Matt Ryan, Schaub, on the bubble, no one. Long shot, Sims, and Danny Eatland. No, no, no real drama there. Running backs will be a little bit of drama. Uh, what do you do with Ricky Artez? He's hurt. Ankle may be worse off than, uh, you know, he, he's letting on or that they've let on. Uh, but our locks, we, and, you know, it's up for debate, but Freeman, Ito, Quadre Olison, and Kenyon Barner. I put Barner as a lock after the kids, uh, uh, Marcus Green and Alameda Zacchaeus dropped punts last week. So that leaves uh, Brian Hill and Ricky Ortiz on the bubble with Tony James Brooks as the long shot. We might see a lot of James Brooks on uh, Thursday night. Standing Eatland showed he couldn't pass much or didn't know much in the, about the passing offense yet and took it off and ran a lot last week. So we might see a lot of Tony James Brooks. Wide receivers, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Muhammad Sanu, Russell Gage. That was the easy part. On the bubble, we have Hardy, Christian Blake, and Marcus Green. So if they think they can get Green back through waivers, then Christian Blake will make it. Uh, you know, Justin Hardy's gonna, it's gonna be hard for them to cut him. They just love him on special teams and love his toughness and so forth. Uh, you know, and then the long shots are Gray, Alameda, Zacchaeus, uh, Bain, and Khalil Lewis, who's already been cut, and DJ Wharton. Tight ends, Austin Hooper and Luke Stocker are our locks. Probably Logan Paulson's in that group, too. Uh, you know, that might be one of the differences that uh, me and Coach Dan Quinn have in our 38 and 48s. Uh, Jaden Graham is on the bubble, and Gray, a long shot. Okay, offensive line, uh, straightforward here. Matthews, Jake Matthews, Alex Matt, Chris Lindstrom, James Carpenter, Caleb McGarry, Tyson Brillo. Uh, we can move Matt Gano off the bubble. That gets us up to 40. Uh, Sean Harlow and Wes Schweitzer are on the bubble. Long shots, John Weitzel, Diego Joseph, Tommy Dole's been cut already. Chandler Miller, Adam Geddes, and Jalen Robinson. Okay. Defensive line locks Grady Jarrett, Vic Beasley, Tack McKinley, Jack Crawford, Tyler Davidson, Alan Bailey, John Kaminsky, and Adrian Claiborne. Uh, you know, this is, uh, they had the three moves on Monday. Thomas Duarte is in here, uh, Blair, Blair Walsh, and then, uh, uh, you know, those were the other guys in here, came in here, that group of three on Monday. Now, I have, uh, after Claiborne, we have Deidre Sinat and Rashid Hageman on the bubble. Okay, I think you can move Sinat off the bubble after the big play last week. Hageman, uh, you know, he was going to be suspended anyway. They can cut him. And uh, we try to figure out, he, we're pretty sure he doesn't have any practice squad eligibility. Uh, so, you know, uh, this might be the end of the line for Rashid or unless somebody else picks him up. Uh, long shots are Austin Larkin, Trey Crawford, Jacob Tute Marina, 
Justin Zimmer, Chris Odom, Durant Miles, and Eureka Bethune. Back to linebackers. We're going to go with the locks of Deion Jones, Devondre Campbell, and Foyer Olakun. We've got Bruce Carter, Duke Riley, and Jermaine Grace on the bubble. I think you can move uh, Carter and Grace to locks, perhaps. Maybe even Duke. So that would be your six linebackers right there. Uh, Duke and Grace can play special teams. So can Bruce. He's still got his speed. And his dependable veteran backup. He sticks out in this group as the veteran. Um, you know, reserve guy. So uh, he got on the field some last year. So, so he kind of sticks out But as our top six guy. Then the long shots are Chase Middleton. Dale Sean Phillips and Richie Brown, which you know would be good practice squad candidates. All right, cornerbacks. We did a story on Chase. Uh, his dad, Keith Middleton, played ball at Bowling Green, had a tackle on his first NFL play. So, uh, you know, Brookwood High, Georgia State, want to give him some love, local love. Now, at cornerbacks, uh, Desmond Trufant, I think he's had a great uh, exhibition season, looking like he's going to flash back to 2015. Got Isaiah Oliver, DeMonte Casey, Kendall Sheffield, or our locks, uh, Blindy Ray Wilson, Jordan Miller, Jason Stanley as bubbles, guys on the bubble, Jalen Myrick, Ryan Neal, and Tavez Calhoun as the long shots. We got Cooper back at safety, but, uh, you know, he's been playing some nickel. So uh, we'll put him. He's going to split some time in this game at nickel and free safety. So the versatility may help him. But the uh, Falcons appear set at safety with Keanu Neal and Ricardo Allen. Kamal Ishmael is the backup strong and special heavy special teams contributor. Then on the bubble is Sherrard Neesman and Chris Cooper. You know, teams They're not going to carry five safeties, but if one safety is a nickel and, uh, you know, your corners are banged up, which is, uh, you know, DeMonte Casey is, maybe Cooper makes it uh, here and is off of the bubble. Long shots on the bubble for safety, Parker Baldwin and Ron Martin. Specialist locks. Whoa, I had Tavecchio as a lock, but then I had to make him on the bubble after that 39 yard miss against the Redskins. But we have Matt Bosher and Josh Harris as uh, locks on the bubble. Giorgio Tavecchio and Blair Walsh. So those guys are going to have a kickoff. That's going to be one of the underlying themes here of this Jacksonville game. Uh, where, the, you know, Coach Dan said they're playing situational football all offseason. And then, uh, you know, trying to get certain looks in these games, you know, really hasn't been. It's really been just really choppy and trying to figure out where they're headed. You know, the line didn't block so good. And, and uh, you know, the um, Jets game and, 
they did some stuff to make it look like they did pretty good in the second game, the quick passes and so forth. Nothing on a third and long got completed. And on a 14-yard pass to Muhammad Sanu, a, um, you know, Gano gave up a hit to Montez Sweet. So, you know, whether if the pocket can hold up, we know, we don't know. So, you know, until we f- – you know, figure out where Chris Morgan gets, you know, who he's going to go with and who's going to set, you know, Caleb McGarry, I, the, the book on him is he can't handle speed, but he's okay in the run game. Sombrello had trouble against speed. And so, you know, that would, um, you know, that would uh, make the long look at Matt Gano, uh very interesting for the Falcons. But he didn't hold up on speed uh, either. So, right tackle's going to be a problem. Uh, you know, just moving on forward, you know, as quick as they can get McGarry ready to go, uh, the better. Right guard, Rick Lindstrom's looked fine. He's going to be fine. There was a uh, – he gave up five pressures over the first four games uh, – three games, and uh, former uh, NFL line coach Paul Alexander, you know, said that was too many. That's too much. So, uh, you know, he's got to firm up himself in the passing game. Alex Max fine. Jamin Brown and James Carpenter will, will hold that left uh, – the left guard spot, uh, I think they're going to go with Carpenter. He's the veteran. And uh, Brown is, uh, you know, it's, it's early, but, uh, you know, they're going to try to firm that position up, which is uh, next to uh, Jake Matthews. So the line is still the focus here. Uh, but, you know, we're not going to get to see them. Maybe they're going to play them a little bit against the Jaguars. But it looks like they're going to take this line on up to Minnesota and uh, play against one of the league's great defensive fronts. So and that Matt, I'm projecting that line will be Jake Matthews, James Carpenter, Alex Mack, Chris Lindstrom, and, ooh, I don't know right tackle, so I'm just going to leave that open. If it's McGarry, then that would be your line with five uh, first-round picks, you know. So we'll, uh, we may see that line up in Minnesota on September the 8th. But for now, we just want to get you a look here on the roster heading into this final exhibition game. Uh, we'll have a... Uh, Another um, Bowtie Chronicles here wrapping up that game. Uh, won't be this long because uh, we'll just be looking ahead to the season at that point and start getting ready for Minnesota. So with that, we're going to sign off here from the 140th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. Today's episode was titled, A Look at the Falcons 53-Man Roster. We heard from offensive line coach Chris Morgan and free safety Ricardo Allen. Take care and have a great rest of the week.
In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.